again tonight you're listening to the one and only kiss god radio right here on loveradionetwork.com love is where it's at y'all i'm pastor p and you're down with me for the next 30 minutes of your evening again one of the best 30 minutes of your day and i'm so excited i'm so giddy again and i'm excited about tonight's session i was just uh, listening to what i have for you and uh, it just really blessed me, and uh, and I'm telling you, I'm in a another stage of my life, and uh, but it's just really blessing me, and I know that it's going to bless you tonight, and that's why I don't want to do a whole lot of preliminary. I don't want to uh, uh, bore you with what I have, but I'm excited for what God is getting ready to give you this evening. So what I want you to do, I want you to invite somebody on right now. Tell them that Kiss God Radio is on. And I want you to email them, call them, text them, do whatever you have to do. Let them know that we are on this evening, every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. And I want you to also download uh, loveradionetwork.com app. Now, listen, if y'all missed last week's session, which was entitled Love is Not Enough by Dr. Miles Monroe, we had... So many people that was blessed by that, I'm telling you, they had thoughts, they had chats, they uh, had conversation, group sessions with one another about it, and that's what it's all about, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in regarding a relationship. Uh, love is just not enough. You have to understand, you have to have knowledge, and you better use wisdom. So tonight, 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 I have another dynamic message from the same Dr. Miles Monroe. And I can't wait to release this tonight. And uh, if he was alive, I believe I would travel all the way to the Bahamas and interview him or either bring him into the studio and uh, just have him talk. Uh, but again, he's a mentor of mine through his books and uh, met him several times personally, signed many of the books that I have and he poured into my life. And so today, he's still pouring into my life and I want him to pour into yours. Maybe you know him, maybe you don't. But tonight again, I want you to go back and listen to the archives, Kiss God uh, Radio on loveradionetwork.com and get what you can get and, and live it. Don't only listen, but apply it. I want you to lean in. All right? I want you to listen, be engaged, amplify this message and do it now. Listen. Y'all, there's something coming your way, so let's pray. Father, we thank you right now for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I thank you for all singles that's listening tonight. I thank you, Father, that they are taking time, Father, to add value to themselves so that they can also add value to others. Lord, thank you for this platform. Thank you for Kiss God Radio. Thank you for LoveRadioNetwork.com. Thank you for Dr. Charles Dean for the vision. And Lord God, I'm asking you to expand. Father, I pray that this radio station just reaches its heights, Lord, of unknown. I pray, Heavenly Father, that those that are listening will not get off this platform the same way that they got on, but with more of you and less of themselves. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. People of God, tonight, 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 I want you to get ready for Dr. Miles Monroe on the myth of singleness. So let's take a look at this very important subject of the myth of singleness as we deal with this issue of intrapersonal relationship. I'm going to be talking about understanding the advantage of being single. Everybody say that. The advantage of being single. It is more important to be single than to be married. And that is why most married people get a divorce because they were never single. The reality is most people get married in order to try to become single. Now remember, my theme is the myth of singleness. Let's take a look at a statement I want you to put up on the board, if you will. It's called single but not alone. Say that with me. We want to look at understanding the purpose and the priority for singleness. And please write that down, the purpose and the priority of singleness. Now notice I used the word priority. Singleness is more important than marriage. That is why God did not create a married person first. Whenever God creates, he creates in a program of priority. In other words, he always creates the more important thing first. Then he creates the consecutive items afterwards. So whatever God places as the foundation of something, that is the foundation of it. And so the first thing God created was not a marriage he didn't create a couple. I want you to think now. God, marriage is not the most important relationship in the society. It isn't. <laughs> God thought so. He thought it wasn't. So he didn't start with it. He started with the most important component, and it was a single human. Let's take a look at something here I thought might be helpful to you, first of all. Singleness is the foundation of all relationships. Matter of fact, there is no human experience more trauma traumatic and tragic than divorce. Now, I want to begin with divorce first. Let me tell you why. Because divorce is the ultimate tragedy of relationships. I have an entire series on divorce. You should get it. And don't miss the opportunity to get that book and read it twice. Single, married, and life after divorce. Get that book and read it. If you are not married, it will save you and save your life. Divorce is the most traumatic experience on earth. And you who are divorced know what I'm talking about. Secondly, divorce is the death of a relationship. 
These statements are not to be taken lightly. What is divorce? In other words, divorce is a death. Number three, divorce is worse than physical death. It is easier to handle someone who died physically than to get a divorce. <laughs> Do you know why? Because when a person dies physically, at least you could take him to the grave, cover them up, and you have closure. And you don't have to see them anymore and don't have to visit them anymore and they don't have to come to see the kids. Come on, you know what I'm talking about, you divorced people. You see, when you get a divorce, it's worse than physical death because the person, even though they are dead, they are still alive. <laughs> and every time you see them in the food store, in the gas station, on the bus, there's a resurrection. Bitterness, hatred, memories, anger. It's a perpetual death. That's why God says, I hate divorce. God never said, I hate death. That's why you don't want to get a divorce. Now, those of you who are not married right now, you think you want to get married. But you need a brief meeting with a divorcee here. And let them tell you that it's better to be in your apartment by yourself, feeling angry with the world, than to be with somebody you want to kill. Can I hear an amen somewhere in the back here? <laughs> you just think you want to get married. The Bible actually <laughs> discourages us from marriage. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. It says something very strange. It says, If you are not married, remain in that state. For those who, have, who get married have many troubles. I'm reading the Bible, look at me like that. Let me quote it again. Those who are not married should remain in that state. Why? For those who do marry have not just some, many troubles in other words you dress in your white gown put on your tuxedo and walk down to many troubles dun, 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 dun. and your divorce your divorce cousin is sitting there going poor girl It's traumatic. Write this down, please. Divorce is death 
without a burial. Therefore, nobody wants to experience a divorce. Now, why am I starting a divorce? Because some of you think that the solution to your loneliness is marriage. It's not. I put it to you that singleness is the foundation of all human relationships. Here's some thoughts. Divorce is impossible without marriage. Is that true? Think about it. You cannot get divorced unless you're married. <laughs> this is so funny to me. You cannot get divorced unless you're married. But the other problem is marriage is impossible without individuals. And that leads to another principle then, and that is marriage is a prerequisite for divorce. I want you to think today. And that leads to the final thought that blows my mind, and that is singleness is a prerequisite for marriage. In other words, you can never experience the trauma of divorce unless you are married. And you cannot be married unless you are an individual. So here's my fundamental principle to remember for the rest of your life. Here it is. And it's this. Your marriage is only as good as your singleness. Whatever you are, that's what you bring to the altar. If your toe smells, if your breath is bad, that's what you bring to the altar. <laughs> your marriage is no better than your singleness. Marriage does not improve your singleness or your lack of it, it exposes it. See, no one knows that your feet smell by yourself, so you, you're safe. <laughs> no one knows you can't cook and you keep buying McDonald's. They don't know that. But when you get married, it exposes all of your defects. I always tell young people who I do conferences for often, I said, look, when you think about marriage, think about this thought. If you knew all there is to know about you like you know you, would you marry you? <laughs> and then you are asking someone to live with what you know about you. Serious business, huh? Write this down, please. Point number two, very important. You bring to the marriage what you are as a single. So stop concentrating on marriage. Elizabeth Taylor is competing with Henry VIII. And she still haven't gotten the message. Ain't nothing wrong with those men.
she wouldn't come to my marriage class that I teach every Saturday. She still thinks that something's wrong with the men. She keeps bringing to the marriage what she is. And they don't want to live with it. So when you come to a conference like this, you need to have an encounter with yourself. Write this down. Very important point. Here's the myth of singleness. It's okay to be single, but it's not good to be alone. I'm going to prove that in a few minutes. When I discovered this, my whole life changed. And I was 14 years old. I read the whole Bible through at 14. Can you imagine that? And every year since then, I've read the Bible. When I discovered this, my whole discipline changed. I got married at age 25 as a virgin. My wife was a virgin also. And I was famous in my country at age 15. Very famous. I was a musician. I formed a group. We produced music. I play music. I also write songs. And our songs became number one on the secular stations. And so I was very well known. And what I'm saying that for is the women, they sought after me. What kept me clean? What, what kept me as a teenager? 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, 21 years old, 22, 23, 24, and saved myself for my wife. What kept me? What kept me was when I understood this statement. It's okay to be single, but not to be alone. Let me give you a scripture I thought was interesting. Uh, and I want you to write these quotes down before we read the scripture. It's not a singleness problem that you have right here in this room. It's a being single problem. See, we think that singleness is a negative thing. And the church puts pressure on you as well and say, how old are you? 30. You ain't married yet? No. You okay? No. You sure you ain't a lesbian? See, and, and they put pressure on you. How old are you? 42. Brother... When you going to do it? Don't want to do it. Are you saved? Yes. You sure you ain't homo momo? No. And they put pressure on you. Even your parents get into the game. So how long are you going to be in the house now? I need some grandchildren. See, under pressure, it ain't God, that's your parents talking. Sometimes the devil is using their lips. And you end up forcing yourself into situations that you ain't prepared for and not want to be in. And now we got two tragedies. No. It is not a singleness problem that you have. It is a being single problem. Let me write down, write down this other point, please. Never confuse singleness with being alone. Why? Because relationships get better the more single you become. Now, there's a shock. See, it's a myth 
Singleness has been given a bad rap. But singleness is actually the most important position and pursuit you could have. I keep pursuing being single in my life. Because the more single I become, the more safer it is for my wife. What attracted me to my wife was the fact that she was so single. Let me explain what I mean by that. Singleness is a state to be pursued, not avoided. Say it. Singleness is a state to be pursued and not avoided. Most people are running from singleness instead of running to it. I am here to, to recommend that you turn around and run towards singleness. Because the more single you become, the safer it is for the person you marry. When a person wants to get married badly, it's a sign that they are not single yet. It's going to get a little deep for you all, I know, but just hang on with me. Eh? See, we have to correct this myth that singleness means that something's wrong and, and that, that I need to solve it by getting married. It's not the solution. Write this down. To be single should be the goal of every married person. How's that for a shock? Because singleness increases the value you bring to the relationship. The more single you become, the more worth you are to another person. Nothing in the world is worse than marrying a person who was never single. Because you got to become a babysitter, a parent, a victim. They become a parasite, a leech, a deficit. Listen. This will be the moment your life will change. It will be this conference that will change and save your life, I tell you. Because I am so clear that this is the problem with relationships. You don't need marriage first. You need yourself first. Write this down, please. Singleness is God's original foundation. Matthew 19 is an example. I'm going to read this verse with you. You may want to write this verse down. Matthew 19. Here is an encounter that Jesus had with Pharisees and scribes. These were religious leaders. They came and addressed him in Matthew 19. Their question was, very simple question. They said, should a man divorce his wife for any and every reason? That was the question. They were discussing divorce. You see, uh, divorce was a very epidemic environment. It was so bad when Christ came to earth. It was, it, was, it was an epidemic. Matter of fact, it started in Malachi. Malachi is 400 years before Matthew. So the blank page in your Bible between Matthew and Malachi is 400 years. And in Malachi, God was talking how angry he was at divorce. 
So by the time Jesus came, it was epidemic. And now they're discussing it with Jesus. They said, they said, should a man divorce his wife for any and every reason? Now, if you study history, like I did in college, I'm talking about biblical history and ancient history, you will discover that during the time of Jesus, a woman could be divorced from her husband for the silliest reasons. For example, if she sneezed while they were eating, he would divorce her. If she burned the food, she'd get a divorce. If she came into the room while he was with men discussing business, he would divorce her. If she didn't tell him in advance she had menstruation experience, he would divorce her. I mean, dumbest reasons. So it was bad. And now they're asking Jesus, they're setting him up. They said, should a man divorce a woman for any and every reason? Is this right, Jesus? His answer, read it up there. His answer was, is it lawful, they said. His answer was, haven't you read? He replied, that in the beginning, see where he went? In the beginning, the creator made them male and female. Now, they're talking about divorce. He ignored them. He went to something they never thought about. He says, forget divorce. Let's go back to the beginning when there was only individuals. Oh, come on, you're going to get it in a minute. He said, you guys are talking about a product that didn't work. Let's go back to find out about the ingredients that you didn't use. You're listening to Kiss God Radio, Kingdom International Session, right here on loveradionetwork.com. Love is where it's at. Day by day, no more reaction. You are my center attraction. Every beat of my heartbeat is your song. Hurt and harm, you're my protection. There's no letting go Now some say I'm crazy And I'm 
Oh, yeah. Hey, cause it won't.